0: Today's issues continues on AFR with your host Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, welcome back! Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, program. Today's issues here on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Eva Tagliano and Steve Jordahl joining us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Uh, real quickly, folks, I wanted to uh, mention, uh, as you've heard us talk about this from time to time, our 2022 Spiritual Heritage Tours are in June and September, and those are trips to, they're historical uh, trips where we learn about our uh, Christian heritage in the country. That's the primary purpose of these, and where we get our liberty from, and the, how our, our founding fathers fought for our, a new country, which we you know, try to hang on to today. We go to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown, Virginia on one trip. And then we go to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon on another tour. You can do both of those if you want to because they're back-to-back. Many people travel from a long way away, and so they want to do them both back-to-back. You're welcome to do that, or you can do one or the other. So uh, those, they're over halfway full now. Those are very popular uh, they are. tours, aren't they? They are. And uh, so we're going to – if you want to see the itinerary and the cost and the dates and everything you need to know about the tours I've just described, I'll be hosting with my wife Allison along with Stephen and Beth McDowell of the Providence Foundation. So, we will be with you the entire time. Just go to this website to check it out spiritualheritagetours.com, dot com tours with an s.com dot com and you can read all about it right there at that website Good morning, Steve
0: hey good morning, everybody. what's happening um well lot of, no, no lack some, of news today I yeah,
1: hope you brought some news in because uh, that's why Ed and I are here
0: yeah I think I think we I can satisfy that requirement. So uh, we've been talking upon occasion about this Canadian pastor Artur Pulaski, uh, who's the guy that has been arrested at his church several times uh, for defying Can- Can- Canada's, Canada's uh, mandate that they can't have church. He held church indoors. He didn't do the mask mandate. He, he's pretty much the, the well, he's pretty much the, uh, the the rebel pastor up there. Well, it turns out that he was arrested. Uh, last Tuesday. And he was arrested because he said he was going to go to the trucker convoy and speak to them. He hadn't left his house at this point. He was just thinking about going. And they arrested him. They arrested him for mischief. This is what they charged him with. Mischief is described as interfering, damaging, or obstructing property. So, what property did he obstruct? His wife, I talked to his wife, Marzana, uh, Friday. Who said the police apparently think he's responsible for the truckers that are protesting at the border? He must have organized this in his spare time. Are they are they charging him with that? They when they arrested him, they said they're they're they were charging him with mischief. I looked up what mischief meant in the Canadian law. Yeah, so they took him to prison or jail, I should say. And I got to tell you, it <laughs> the conditions that he is reporting are amazing. I want you to hear his wife, Barzana. She told me. What he's been telling, I heard his brother relay the same thing this morning. Listen to Marzana, what he said that she's going, he's going through in prison there. Cut eight
2: for two days. They didn't give him water. Uh, he he is fasting right now. This is his third day of fast. Uh, they put him in a very very dirty cell, very dirty, like wasn't clean for half a year or so. This is how this is how he describes it. There was no running water uh, twice they put him in a cage. I didn 't quite understood what cage you mean small small cell small room no 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 he says cage like for a dog i I, I almost fainted he says i couldn't breathe and they did this twice uh, while they were searching his room. they stripped him naked twice and searched him good. This is unspeakable unspeakable and And there's nothing we can do about it. They are above the law. Let me just just assert something here. A certain way. I'm going to assert something. It is something that I've said on the air countless times, written about it in our magazine, blog, whatever. The culture war in America and in other countries in the West, and I think in Canada as well, is over the issue of, of the subject, the topic of God, okay? Increasingly, the split uh, on social issues, legal issues, is coming down to what you believe about God. And because the left in this country is no longer the traditional liberals that, uh, that uh, men of our age grew up remembering, traditional liberals, traditional conservatives, the, because the left has grown increasingly secular and is increasingly becoming the God-hating faction in this country, there is a cruelty in the left that has been put on display. It's, it came out of the closet, if you allow me to use that metaphor, came out of the closet when President Trump was in office. When he was elected, all these people talking about we need to put Trump supporters in concentration camps, you need to take away their kids, these people are insane, all those kind of things. But there is a cruelty that is coming to the surface, and that is being manifested in the treatment of this pastor. This is the kind of cruelty that you see in communist countries, current communist countries, the communist countries of the past we may not have gotten down to the killing fields of Cambodia okay yet but this is the kind of cruelty you find in China North Korea these kinds of places when it comes to people of who believe in God and whose beliefs in God and the Bible are expressed in their views about cultural issues that is the way he's being treated treated is
0: representing that cruelty of of the God-haters. Right. I don't want to make too strong a connection here, but when I read or hear what is going on with Pastor Artur uh, and others, uh, the January 6th uh, crowd in Washington, D.C., etc all of a sudden it starts making sense, or at least it sounds plausible, what the Bible says is going to be happening to those who refuse the mark of the beast. Uh, and this is mild, of course, compared to what's right. going to be happening there, but it's the start. Uh, you know. And, and I'm not saying it's going to... This is directly leading to that. It might be. But um, now I get it. Why, uh, how, you know, a year or two ago, I would have said, well, how do we get from here to there? You know,
2: you know why? You know why I don't think that's far fetched? Is because the Mark of the Beast and the entire book of Revelation is a book about allegiances. You have those with an allegiance to the Lamb of God and those who have an allegiance to the beast. The holy city, the New Jerusalem, or you have an allegiance to the harlot babylon okay this this is the clear delineation and so in modern times the uh, your allegiance is either to god or to the state and this co- whole thing about covid has not been just about that there've been a lot of frightened people who have taken the vaccine who believe that it is a wise thing to do i'm not talking about them i'm talking about the crazies on the left who see th- the unwillingness of some people to bow the knee to the state as being treasonous in their mm. minds yeah. that's that's what this is that's what this is about is who to whom do you have allegiance on the, on the left, if you hate God and you don't believe in God and you believe that government should have nothing to do with God, all right, then what's left, just the state, your allegiance
0: is to the state. And that, my friend, is the very definition of fascism. I don't understand. Uh, apart from that, I don't understand why someone would be so upset about me or someone else not taking a vaccine. Yeah, I get it. That uh, technically I could be putting them in danger, but I'm not really because we see the vaccine doesn't do anything. I have natural immunity. I'm probably better off than anybody with a vaccine. But the the venom can yes. only be. It it seems I don't want to say well demonic.
2: Yeah, I, I think there, there is that <clears throat> part of of the the left's war against the unvaccinated. And again, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not making any declarations about. You should get vaccinated. Right. You shouldn't. Exactly. I'm saying you can have a rational discussion about that here in the middle, where people discuss that. But that's not what we're seeing. That's not why this pastor went viral. You remember the videos of him saying, "Get out of here, yes. you Nazis, yes. you fascists. Yes. You don't come in here and shut down the church, mm-hmm. but forcing us to say, this is is in, from the state in Canada. Here's your payday, pastor." Yeah. You're going to dare buck the state, uh, the authoritarian Canadian state run by liberals like Justin Trudeau. You're going to have a payday, and here it is. We're going to stick you in a dog cage and strip search you twice. We're not going to give you water for two days. This is stuff that happens to pastors in Canada, I mean in China, red communist China
0: they're doing they're really destroying the whole narrative of canadians being nice people aren't they it's, <laughs> and
2: it's be, and i'm telling you it's because you ever listen to the the canadian national anthem uh-huh. it talks about god preserving canada god the, bless our land yes these are all ideas that were intrinsic to western civilization for centuries and it's being lost and it's being lost in canada and just like it's being lost in the united states and it is resulting in these kinds of draconian attacks on pastors. It's unbelievable they would do this to a pastor. But if you hate God, you hate yeah. the ones working for Him.
0: Indeed. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I well, doubt. It, I doubt it. <laughs> so uh, pastors and the the uh, freedom people and vaccine people aren't the only ones who are being attacked. We had a, an absolutely horrific. Uh, weekend and uh, late last week for police officers as of friday on friday 13 police officers were wounded in shootings over a 24-hour period in four states on friday i, didn't, I haven't even looked at what's happened since then but 13 police officers in four different states have Talk been about shot demonic yeah Nine in Arizona. Nine in one incident in Arizona, and and this is where the guy took uh, hostage. He killed the lady in the house. He set a baby out on the doorstep, and when the police went to come and rescue the baby, he shot the police. Yeah,
2: this is this is demonically inspired. When the Bible talks about Satan filling the hearts of people, even in the New Testament, that's what's going on here. Plus, it is a war against the institutions of these countries, because this is a war to promote lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And who, who do you, if you want lawlessness in a society, who do you target? Yeah, Tim, I'm the sorry. I'm, I'm going on and on
1: and on you. No, I um, agree. There's no reason to say anything. If I agree with you, <laughs> this is a full on rant. Except I agree with you. <laughs> Have a sip of Diet Coke and continue it. <laughs> All right, yeah, because uh, I need to get more wound up. You're, you're listening to today's issues, or Ed's issues. <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> however you want to yeah, look see, at uh, it. Ed has issues. <laughs> Ed start. has issues. Welcome to another edition, <laughs> edition of Ed, of Ed, Ed, has, Ed has, Is- has issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well uh, uh, what about the uh, Russia-Ukraine situation, uh, Steve? Um, the the United States, the Biden administration, is warning of an imminent attack. Yeah. An imminent uh, invasion, if you will, uh, from Russia into Ukraine.
0: And they are apparently much more concerned about that than anybody in Ukraine is. Uh, what we're hearing from inside Ukraine is they're wary, they're watching, but they're going about business as if it's a normal day. And in some ways, it is. They've always been under the gun of the Russians. But. Um, well, why, so, why
1: is this going on, though? Who's right here? Is there going to be an imminent? Now, I saw where Biden has backed off saying imminent. They're saying maybe imminent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to.
0: Well, some people are saying that this is Biden's uh, attempt at whitewashing what happened in Afghanistan. He's pulling Americans out of um out of Ukraine, and he's not going to put any troops in, so we're not going to be leaving millions and millions of dollars of equipment for the enemy. But he, um, he's
1: not—he is pulling our uh, our official uh, government employees. He's pulling out. them, them out and
0: advising people. all the rest of them to go. Yeah, to to leave. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. It's my. You know, lot, you're, not you're not alone. I, I don't
1: think Russia is going to invade militarily Ukraine. But you know it could be wrong, I mean it certainly appears like they're getting ready to do something with the mass of uh military equipment and personnel along the border. The Russians are claiming
2: it's just uh
1: maneuvers
0: well you know well and and what they're doing, i think if I could play you know pundit here is that they are uh it's it's now the West's move because right. what they're saying is who's, no, the, who, who's saying Russia is saying. Uh, all right, we're here, sitting here. We can do this, and we will if you allow Ukraine into NATO or if right. you make them a Western satellite state. Then it's a whole new ball game. But until that happens, they say we're not really. I mean, they're implying they're not really going to do a whole lot.
1: Okay, can I? Uh, you, you guys help me here, I'm trying to. If I'm thinking, most people across America are, are not paying a lot of attention to this. They hear about it in the news, but uh, you know, it doesn't affect us. In our everyday lives, I'm talking about a potential war between, a potential invasion of Russia into Ukraine, but I'm just trying to understand this from the perspective of Russia for just a minute. Because I know I'm not Putin's. Putin's, uh, you know, he has a history, and he's a, basically a dictator. uh A bad history. I'm talking about in, in many respects. We we all we all know this. So I'm not defending. Putin as a man or as a leader and certainly it's not a western style democracy over there it's it's the former Soviet Union uh, style of government without the satellite states uh, that that would make Russia uh, the the Soviet Union now but I'm trying to understand what how Putin is thinking here and that is uh, you just said that Ukraine right now, which is obviously a border state with Russia, a border country with Russia, is not a member of NATO. Is that true? That is correct. Right. All right. But they're talking about joining. Is that right? I
0: haven't heard anybody say we're in the process of making this happen. I think basically, well, you know, once you're a member of NATO, you can we, Western troops can be there, missiles can be there, and you remember what we did when Russia planted missiles in Cuba it would be kind of the same thing. So, I think what they're doing and they've had designs on Ukraine ever since well before during the uh, Biden, uh the Obama administration, they in, invaded and took over Crimea, which was part of Ukraine. Right. So, they've had designs on here for a while, but I I think that they are just saying don't do this. Maybe they got some pre- Don't do what? Don't make don't start making moves on Ukraine. Why to, would to the West. they Why would
1: Russia insist on ukraine not becoming a part of nato when there's been no discussion about well, that, but that I don't we know understand of.
0: that they have an intelligence that's you know more- anything
1: more about this ed i i, I know that um,
2: ukraine used to have nuclear weapons and we promised to protect them if they would surrender that and russia's perspective is we don't want potentially hostile states on our border to So if if Ukraine joins NATO, you could have U.S. troops stationed in Ukraine, a fellow member of NATO, and then the—that's
1: provocative. That's provocative, and that—that's what Putin's thinking is. Yes, I'm going to deter this from happening in the first place. That if the West ever
2: wanted to invade Russia, which I don't know that they ever would. Why would they? But if they wanted to, they first have to invade Ukraine and then russia has plenty of time or they just go through poland i don't know yeah. well yes. I guess all those baltic well, states well, between Belarus there so this and is just going to end up in a stalemate
1: Latin. here this is just going to end up with russia this
2: well this is very it's a very interesting question because uh if, if if now here's the speculation is putin trying to make biden look bad cuz biden is in uh, any minute now any minute now it's imminent they could they're, they're invading Get all our people out. Get all our people out. And then they say, okay, our maneuvers are over. We're going to bring in our troops back. See, we were never going to invade. Joe Biden just uh, is acting like a a scared old man, so we're going to make him look bad. Uh, But is the Biden administration milking this? Okay. They've got all kinds of domestic problems. What if the Russians do pull back and they may say it's maneuvers, then Joe Biden says, hey, we did it. We stared him down. Great. I stared Vladimir Putin. I stared him down. Do you see him back out, back off? Forget about Afghanistan, what happened there. I backed Russia down. Yeah. So sp- speculating, you wonder what's going on in the uh, decision-making
1: halls. Uh, mm. I think he's going to be a stalemate. Places. I think Russia will just camp out there as long as Biden's president. Well, that's expensive for them
2: because they got okay. they got to
0: pay for And I think in the field. as Ed was saying I think that plays into uh Biden's hand because no matter what happens if they come in well then he was right to be wor- worried and if they don't then he drove them away. So right. and the longer this uh crisis as they're putting it uh happens over there we're not talking as much about the economy over here right. or about all the other stuff that's going I wrong. I tell
1: you and I I've heard an idea floated that is not crazy in my opinion although I don't personally think this is going to happen. I'm just saying this idea I've heard before, and that is China and Russia joined together, right? They are, they already have an, a, a a common enemy. That would be the United States of America yeah, primarily. Right. And uh, they just say, hey, listen, you take Ukraine, Russia, and we'll take Taiwan at the same time. See what America has to say about yeah. that. If See if America can do anything about that. I'm just saying. I,
2: I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. that that's Kind of like that a that,
1: Japan-Germany deal in World yeah. War II where you have... You take what you can get. We'll yeah. take what we can yeah. get. But we, we'll split up the attention of the American uh, military. Didn't it example. up so
0: well for Japan and Germany.
1: No, it's true. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, no, it didn't. And but, we,
0: we can fight.
2: I, I don't know anymore with all the woke stuff that's gone on in our military. I still have a lot of faith in the average yeah. soldier and marine and uh, navy uh, all our branches uh, we we there wouldn't be any problem for for us if we had to fight a war on two fronts but i don't know anybody who wants to get in a shooting war in europe i'm not sure we want to get into a shooting war in terms of boots on the ground
1: with china no, I, I don't so. think I, I personally don't think the american people have the will the desire to go to war on either one of them, right? I, I'm war. I'm talking about a war, right? War, like a war, a war. Yeah. Well, we And we're living in an age of smart warfare and missiles that can be delivered on a pinpoint. We're not talking about having to get an armada, right, together to go like an, a Normandy type invasion. Yeah. Those kind of things don't exist anymore. I mean, yeah, you got to have boots on the ground in certain circumstances, but most warfare today is fought by hacking. Or, or by, uh, you know,
2: or the danger of an EMP, yeah, de- detonating over the our our Midwest or the North Pacific, you could create yeah.
1: all kinds of chaos. Yeah, I, so I, you know, well, the best thing we can hope for here is this deci- uh deteriorate. What what am I trying to say? Goes away, decimates. I'm talking about the tension between deescalates,
0: deescalates, de-escalates. Yes.
1: the tensions between the U S. and Russia. Ukraine and Russia. Although, as Steve said, I read yesterday, uh, Israel told uh, 15,000 Israelis to leave Ukraine. And then I read where no Israelis were on planes leaving the Ukraine.
2: They didn't think there was a danger.
1: Yeah. That's what the indication was. All right. Did you you see the meeting between the French president? Yeah. What's the fellow's name? Macron. Macron and Putin. And Putin. Did you see them? I saw pictures. The table? They were yes. meeting 25 feet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were 25 feet apart. They would have probably had to have telephones <laughs> to hear each other. I mean, yeah. they were that far. I don't know if that was for social distancing, for COVID. Uh, That's way past the was It was the it was a strangest feet. looking yeah. meeting between two leaders of countries country yeah. that I've seen. All right. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Ed, thank you for dominating the show.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I got you know, I got all
1: wound up. Hey, listen, you gave me a break, man. I was able to sip coffee and listen and did a little texting. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I have a new grandchild. Seriously, yes, Oh, congratulations. Yeah, Walker, Wa- Walker, and Lexi, uh, Walker, my son. Uh, and they gave birth to Isaac Wildman.
0: Isaac, uh, or Weilman. she?
1: She gave birth <laughs> about an hour or so ago. So we're very happy to have little Isaac Wildman. Into the family, You're another cool. Wildman. Uh, I'm sure that makes the people at the Southern Poverty Law Center happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> more uh, wild, More Wildmans the into pike. the world. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Take care.